peace on earth is here and now. What's up, beautiful beings, and welcome to the Stefan Eli podcast. This is me, your host, Stefan Eli, reporting live from planet Earth, tuning in here from the north of Iceland. I'm in Akureyri, sending out a vibration of love, sending out a signal to you right now through these audio frequencies that you're listening to right here. This is a song in the background that's playing I made called Peace on Earth is Here and Now. Peace on Earth is here and now. Forget about the how. Embrace the wow. Somehow you gotta find a way to manifest your dreams. You peek behind the scenes and it's not the way it seems. You tear it apart, tear it apart at the seams. Go and walk with me and you will see. You will see that behind the veil there are many things that you can explore. Explore and import what you want to go. Do you want less or do you want more? Do you want to rise high or want to stay on the floor? A tree can only reach as high as its root reaches low. It reaches low, I flow, then I go. Do you want some more? I'm chilling with the girls and I'm chilling with the bros. Freestyling, reminding me of how I can be wilding. Going wild, then you go behind your own mind. What you see is something that you never seen with your eyes. Never seen with your eyes. You've been in disguise this whole time But time and space, they are not really real They not really real emotions that you really feel But is what you feel the real reality? Is it what you see if you go interdimensionally? Interdimensionally, then you go flying, flying, freestyling Are you telling the truth or lying? Are you telling the truth to yourself? Look in the mirror, is there a wizard, is there a witch, or is there an elf? Know thyself. All knowledge is knowledge of self. I go put the <laughs> put the worries on the shelf. Lay the stress behind. Release the thoughts of the mind Internalize as I crystallize My dreams materialize right in front of my eyes <laughs> Little <laughs> freestyle Unexpected but came through <laughs> Haven't been freestyling as much now Lately since I haven't really been around other rappers if if that's what i can call myself i remember a distinct moment when i was out in guatemala and someone came up to me and they were like aren't you that rapper that icelandic rapper and i had never really you know identified myself as a rapper i've just seen myself as a i don't know a multi-faceted artist that happens to rap maybe every now and then but it was a great feeling like stepping into that role and embodying that energy of the rapper you know that coolness and that swag that comes with that 
so yeah that was a great feeling and of course I mean the music that I put out when I was beginning to put out music was definitely in the genre of hip-hop and the beats are very much you know hip-hop trap uh, based but I was doing this sort of melodic rapping you know kind of singing slash rapping but then I put out these two songs already Big Blessings and Loving Awareness which are just pure raps very much inspired from the conscious spiritual uh, freestyles that I was doing pretty much every day both in Mexico and Guatemala that's a skill that I really recommend everyone to explore is the skill and the art of improvisation and freestyle and that can come through both in rapping but also in singing dancing you know playing an instrument really whatever way but I find freestyle rapping to be a very profound way and a spiritual practice really of both surrendering and trusting in that flow because you don't know what's going to come through and you don't know what you're going to say you can never plan very far ahead so you have to trust that something is going to come through but you also have to be very present in the moment of now because you can't be caught up anywhere else you can't be thinking about you know what you're going to have for dinner or what was happening in the morning you got to be present in that moment if you want to bring something through and then as well, you know, it's a pure connection, a straight, direct line to the creative force, to the creative spirit. And that flow, you know, allowing it to just come through you. A lot of the time I feel like freestyle rapping isn't really about you coming up with anything, but rather you getting out of the way for that creative spirit to move through you. And really, I feel like all authentic expression or artistry is really that you know how we can allow that flow to move through us rather than it being us that that's creating that because in the field in the infinite field of possibility the quantum field or whatever you want to call it everything you could ever conceive of or create already exists and already has been created you know, every song, every painting, every poem, all of it is existing in that infinite field. And, you know, the thing about infinity, you don't realize, you know, it's hard for the human mind sometimes to understand is that it's really infinite. You know, it's every single possibility that could ever exist is in that infinite field. So I sometimes feel like the creative process is more about becoming an antenna or like a receiver where you can tune into the frequency of something in that field and then channel it into this physical, material, three-dimensional plane that we're existing on right now. And a lot of the time bridge the gap between maybe experiences that exist in a dimension beyond what can really be depicted or created within the three-dimensional plane but creating something that points towards or resemblance or resembles or maybe evokes the feeling of those transcendental experiences or those transcendental realities beyond the three-dimensional space-time realm that we exist in. 
So yeah, guys, welcome to the podcast. I've taken a few weeks off on a break because I've been busy with some things. I just came back to Akureyri here in the north, my hometown, after a week trip to the capital of Iceland, Reykjavik City, which was a blast, even though I've lived in Iceland uh, pretty much my whole life. I never spent any real time there in the city. I only been there when I've been transiting through uh, abroad and flying out. So I never really got a chance to, you know, take a real tour around the city and explore and feel the vibe, feel the people and spend some time there. So that was super fun going to the city, going out. There is a buzz and a great vibe because they're lifting all COVID restrictions here in Iceland, they've officially lifted all uh, restrictions. So I could feel a buzz in the city, people ready to enjoy some time together in community and celebrate and and come together. So that was a great time. Also being in the city, seeing so many people from all walks of life. You know, I live in quite a small town. It's, I think, around 20,000 people where I live. Uh, but in the city, I think we're talking at least maybe 150,000 or something like that. I won't, I'm I'm not sure at all, but I think it is something in that range at least. So seeing, you know, different hipsters of Iceland and the different characters and types that exist that I normally don't see as much of where I live was very refreshing. And also getting into social situations, I mean, for me, it was a great moment of just remembering who I am, you know, because I've spent quite a bit of time alone now for the past couple of months since I came back to Iceland due to restrictions and things like that. And being back out with people, connecting with community was reminding me of, you know, who I really am. Because when we aren't in relationship to other people or aren't connecting to other people, it's easy to forget you know who you are in relationship to other beings and to the world and i was just seeing you know some different energies coming through and being expressed through me that i almost had forgotten that time that i have you know having my fun way of conversing with people bringing some wit and confidence to the table but also you know elevating awareness and consciousness with the people I meet always looking to see how can I elevate the situation I'm in and bring more awareness and love and joy into the scene and how can I assist the people that I'm with you know to maybe give them some perspective or reflect back to them some uh, of the spiritual wisdom and knowledge that I've come across on my path that might assist them or help them on their path. So yeah, it was a great trip to the city, meeting friends, meeting some new people, getting in a new environment. And yeah, it was my birthday yesterday as well. So 22 laps around the sun completed, solar return right back to 27th of February 2022. For me, it's uh, easy to keep count of how old I am because I was born in the year 2000. So I always just know what year it is, 2022. I'm 22 years old. It's been a wild ride so far. Very uh, peculiar 
22 years that I could not have uh, planned for or expected coming into this experience or well who knows maybe I planned it all maybe I decided it all but then just decided that I'd forget so I'd have the fun of uh, enjoying the experience uh, <laughs> like it's fresh who knows yeah some people say that we choose all of it you know that we choose the parents that we're born well that's our our parents that bring us into the world that we choose our birthplace and we even choose our name because of the resonance that it has you know to our soul or something like that i'm not sure who knows it's hard to say for sure i i do kind of have a feeling myself that we actually are choosing this but a lot of the choices maybe happen at an unconscious level or at a level that in our human incarnation we can't fully understand or uh, conceive of you know how we chose this experience or how we created the things that might seem uh, unpleasant or painful in our experience or undesirable but maybe we choose them exactly because we need to go through those difficult experiences to learn our karmic lessons and to continue our evolution as conscious beings who knows but at least i've made it 22 circles around the sun on this ride in this incarnation and there's been a lot of change that has happened within me in those 22 years a lot of different uh, traits that i've embodied and picked up and then let go of and different things i've identified with my personality has evolved into so many directions <laughs> yeah it's it's been a fast ride for me as well especially on this spiritual path you know being 22 years old i guess relatively i'm fairly young compared to most uh, well compared to most i don't know uh, at least i resonate a lot with people older than me that maybe are in similar places on the path but maybe have been on this earth a little bit longer than me so the evolution has been quite fast the conscious evolution within me at least relatively you know I'm, I'm not trying to speak from any egotistical place of saying that I've been you know faster than anyone else or anything like that but just uh, through observation it seems that I'm fairly young to have still had the experiences I've had and come to the realizations that I've come to uh, in relationship to you know spiritual connection to life to the universe to nature and myself and yeah some of the experiences have been wild you know with traveling and ceremony especially not many people walking the earth today i think have really gone very deep with ceremony you know very few of us really walk the path of plant medicine and ceremony and i'm not saying that that path is any more special than any other path you know all of us are on the perfect path for ourselves but there's no denying that 
the path of medicine of plant medicine psychedelics really is a peculiar and a very interesting one in relationship to our culture today and to our society today here in the western world and sadly you know in many ways a lot of people are afraid of that element of life of the more mystical traditions the more mystical experiences the magic and you know the wizardry the witchcraft you know the different planes of consciousness that we can exist on as beings all of this is uh, frightening to a lot of us and i think it has to do with our fear of uh, looking inside and looking at ourselves because that's what really plant medicines promote you know they promote uh, that all unexamined behavior is brought into awareness and is brought into the light of consciousness and a lot of us like the comfort of just staying unconscious because it takes a lot of work to face yourself because then you have to make changes and you have to let go of beliefs that you might have been holding on to all of your life and you know a lot of those beliefs are so deeply rooted within our society that the pain of looking at them and and then possibly surrendering them letting them go it seems like too difficult of a challenge for a lot of us and so we just rather remain in a state of unconsciousness because of the comfort that it brings but then ultimately it does produce more pain than actually doing the work and healing and letting go and surrendering because that pain only you know if we stay unconscious the pain only continues to express itself uh, until we finally look at it and heal it because if we repress it or suppress it 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 doesn't get healed it remains in there even though we maybe push it so far that we can't even identify what it is anymore that we've pushed it so deep but it still continues to affect our lives and control our experience and keep us uh, imprisoned but then when we bring the shadow into awareness and heal it that's when we truly liberate ourselves and become free but i mean it's hard to face some of these things you know facing the fact that maybe we've got it all wrong for a while you know with the structures that we've set up with the capitalist system with our economy with our you know ways of transportation our ways of communication our food systems you know all of these things that we've been working on for a while now to set up it's hard to face the reality that we might have maybe messed up and need to rethink a lot of this you know maybe we need to rethink the whole paradigm and even looking at the possibility that we need to rethink the paradigm of what it means to be a, a living entity in the universe you know we've gotten so lost in our materialistic scientific uh, rational experience of seeing the universe as just dead matter and this newtonian causal uh, materialistic 
paradigm uh, has been so dominant now for at least a few hundred years in Western society that we've come to believe that that's the only paradigm that exists. But as we move down the path of evolution, we are ultimately, I believe, going to be faced with uh, the experience of having to consider alternative ways where we maybe dive deeper into the spiritual components of life and tap into the psychic field and the more subtle realms that, of course, ancient people and people walking the, dirt, walking the earth to this day have been very aware of and have been consciously utilizing and, and uh, existing within those planes. But, yeah, I mean, it's hard for people to believe that there is anything beyond this experience if they haven't had a personal experience of transcendence themselves. You know, it's hard to believe that there is any greater power or any, uh, you know, God or higher consciousness to the universe if you've never experienced it yourself. And we've been we've numbed ourselves so greatly you know with staying inside of concrete boxes you know uh, eating all of this processed food um losing connection to nature different things you know that we've become too numb to pick up on the subtle realms and the spiritual aspects of life but that's where i feel like plant medicine and psychedelics come in uh, very strong because they reliably produce a transcendental experience where the participant has the ability to step outside of the boundaries of the ego and expand the self so that you can identify and see that you are a part of nature that when you're looking outside of yourself, you're still seeing yourself, that it's all reflections of self and that it's all deeply interwoven and interconnected in this system of, uh, you know, in a system where there is definitely separation, you know, you can see that your body is separate from the table in front of you and is separate from the other person that's, uh, you know, sitting next to you or whatever from a certain perspective but then when you expand the perspective which is what plant medicine allows for you begin to realize that all of these things depend on each other to function and to for the system to work just like you would never cut down the tree when you realize that the tree is 50 percent of your lungs you know, the tree is just as important for your breathing as your lungs. And then you see that, you know, 50% of your lungs is outside of yourself. And then the food on your plate, you know, you realize that this food is you. You know, when does it become you? Is it you when it's on the plate? Is it you when you're chewing it? Is it you when it's in your stomach? Is it you when it's already digested and becomes your body? Is it you when it is excreted from your body and becomes soil you know where can we draw the line and what you realize when you 
dive deeper with all of this is that you can't really draw any distinct lines because it's all so deeply interconnected that we all depend on the health of each other, the health of nature, the health of the universe for our personal life. You know, as above, so below. What that really means is, you know, that the micro perspective reflects the macro perspective and the macro perspective reflects the micro perspective. So the health of an individual can't be any greater than the health of a society and the health of a society can't be any greater than the health of the individual. So it's all reflections, you know, just on different scales. And then we also start to see that we cannot uh, inflict pain or suffering onto another without that pain and suffering coming back to us. It might have a little bit of a time buffer to come back to us. You know, it might seem in the short run that we can win while someone else is losing. But when we start to see that it's all an integrated system where all of the parts are working together we can shift our awareness into a perspective of win-win, you know? How can we elevate together where I'm winning and you're winning at the same time and really, you know, step out of the ego and step out of, you know, this me, 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 it's all about me and I don't give a shit about anything else and come into a, an awareness of us, you know, seeing that it's all us. And as long as we are, you know, putting someone as they or them and, you know, this is us and this is them, we're creating separation, which is trapping us and keeping us away from being truly free. So expanding that awareness into a, seeing all as we, it's all self. <laughs> So yeah, it's been many lessons, many lessons on the path and they continue to come in different ways and remind me uh, again and again, you know, I, I receive the lessons and then I forget, forget them and then I remember them again and then I forget them again and it's a funny path. But yeah, 22 years on the planet, I think in total I've spent about a little bit over two years of those 22 years abroad and seen many different things, have had many different experiences. You know, I've put out so much music. I've put out, I think, three full-length albums, an EP, loads of singles. I've created, uh, well, co-hosted two TV series had loads of concerts, played in festivals and events. I've traveled far and wide, written poetry, painted paintings, connected with the most amazing beings, made incredible love, made incredible friends, read amazing books. Yeah, it's been quite the journey. But yeah, I'm at a funny point in the journey right now, being back in Iceland and really having to figure out what I want my next steps to be, where I want to direct my energy and my, uh, yeah, where I want to direct my energy and awareness now moving forward, what I want to create in my experience 
and I'm really yeah being invited to start to take full responsibility for my life and step into full adulthood you know seeing how I can sustain myself how I can live within you know the system that's in place right now in the world and somehow make a living for myself in that while still consciously contributing to a new paradigm and creating a new system and sometimes that brings some disharmony inside of me because I see I feel like so many flaws with the current system that I have a hard time trying to partake in it or integrate myself in it because I don't genuinely enjoy or maybe agree with the way that it's set up but at the same time it is you know there's a certain reality to it because it's the system that's in place and the system that the majority of people are operating within and I don't want to exclude myself from society or from all the people you know I want to be with the people and I want to be part of this experience I feel like I came to the planet to be part of the experience and be present you know however the situation is at the moment but yeah consciously contributing to creating a a new system you know because we're seeing that this system is not going to work much longer and I'm starting to feel, you know, the energy rising higher and higher with different things occurring. You know, of course, we all see in the pandemic and now the things happening in Canada with that and the things that have happened all over the world. And now this war that's uh, begun there in Ukraine and between Russia and Ukraine. I mean, I have a feeling that things are going to continue popping up wild things you know maybe beyond what we can imagine until we look within and really examine you know what changes need to be made to the system if we want to continue to have an experience on this planet as human beings and yeah how much pain are we willing to go through until we actually make some drastic changes you know that's a good question and what people are you know speculating now is you know with uh, the situation of the environment and with the economies all over the world being you know twisting upside down and all of these different things that are happening you know how long can we go on with quote-unquote business as usual until we're going to be forced to change or are we going to be smart and change before, you know, we're forced to? That's a great question. But yeah, I mean, I feel like there is definitely a, a big possibility for even more wild things to happen. But I think still that the most powerful things, thing that we can do personally is to begin holding a, a vision of a world that we would like to live in. You know, the highest vision that we can hold of this experience because I feel like that's the best way for us to create it is by us beginning to hold the vision and hold the image in our mind and then begin to live out from that image and show up in the world from that vision 
because it takes each and every one of us individually shifting our perspective and shifting our paradigm so that the collective can then shift and yeah you know all we have is our personal experience you know all of us are experiencing ourselves as individuals as uh, you know our personal lives are are the thing that we are experiencing so we have to ask ourselves ask ourselves what we can do to elevate that experience and bring as much love bring as much joy awareness and kindness and health into that experience because that's what's going to then make up the collective experience for the whole it starts with the individual and yeah it's going to be interesting to see how all of this pans out you know what's going to be coming for us in the next couple of years is there going to be massive shifts happening again and again you know we saw it with the pandemic that everything shifted for pretty much everyone on the planet in an instant you know the game just changed and now soon as that is kind of slowing down finally in most places on the planet you know there's the next thing that's coming with this war who knows what's going to come from that and yeah you know it's it's exciting but it's also threatening you know to see all of these things going on but yeah i mean i don't know things have been going on for you know since the beginning of human civilization and how much we focus in on those things i think is something all of us must ask ourselves personally you know is it really serving your personal life to keep up with all of the covid death counts or you know be completely immersed in what's happening in war zones around the world i mean it's good to be educated about what's going on i'm not saying you know to be completely ignorant and deny the reality of these situations but at the same time you know bringing the awareness back into our lives bringing the awareness back into our experience and how we can create the most blissful blissful experience for ourselves is yeah incredibly important i feel like that's what i'm learning you know seeing that i want to create a universe around me that you know does not have war or does not have all of this bullshit that's going on but it's not always easy to say you know all of these things are affecting us as well you know we are all part of the system so if there is a war going on somewhere that energy is somehow being reflected into our experience so we must all heal together we're in this together but yeah you know when it's going to come the point where we get out of this mindset of separation where we start you know where we stop identifying with nations or with races or genders or different beliefs you know when are we gonna stop with this idea of borders you know lines on a map separating us from each other who knows who knows how it's gonna go (laughs) but yeah it's all interesting it's all interesting to speculate and i don't really you know follow up too closely with political matters 
but you can't help but be made aware of the things that are going on and if everyone around you is you know keeping up with it it's gonna seep into your experience somehow but i feel like when we try to be beacons of light for the people around us and for ourselves and just step into the present moment more you know stop projecting the awareness out into different locations or into different timelines of what could happen or what might happen or what has happened bringing the awareness into this present moment into here and now and seeing you know how can i make this moment the best that i can how can i elevate the experience i'm in you know whether i'm with myself whether i'm with a hundred people whether i'm at on the stage with a thousand people you know how can i elevate the experience i am in bring that to the highest frequency possible and how can i most positively impact the people that are close to me and around me and yeah that's what i try to do you know i i get caught up in holding big visions you know i I always want to be on the big stage or in front of a big audience or doing big things that I sometimes forget the impact that I can have, you know, on a smaller scale to the people that are actually close to me and the people that are already, you know, following me or listening to me or my friends. You know, I sometimes forget to fully respect the close circle like that and really appreciate how beautiful it is that I can impact just one person, you know, that's listening to this podcast or listening to my music or, you know, someone that I'm meeting in real life. Yeah, yeah, that's a great reminder. So, yeah, many things going on, a lot of uh, things up in the air, a lot of things up in the unknown, but also a lot of things already known you know the illusion is thinking that you don't know ramta said this but when you dive deep within the depths of your heart you find out that in truth you do know your heart already knows your soul soul already has all of the wisdom of the universe embedded in it deeply infused in it all of the knowledge that infinite field I was talking about earlier, you know, we already have access to it. And it's about surrendering and, you know, letting go of the resistance that's limiting the flow of that infinite intelligence, that infinite wisdom into our experience. Ah, yeah, I saw a funny, I had a funny image idea yesterday when I, I was out hiking I went climbing up this little cliff area uh, yesterday for my birthday. It was a beautiful day, sunshine, great weather. I was out there in my snowsuit. And, you know, I enjoy posting stuff on Instagram because I know that it can inspire a lot of people to see a positive message and see someone out there that's really doing their best to live in that wisdom and in that truth which is what I try to do and truly express that that through my being and through my art and just through myself in whatever situations 
So I enjoy putting that out on Instagram. And then I had this thought of how it's, you know, us kind of mirroring back our consciousness to each other through this network that is uh, social media and how we're all like taking these snapshots of our experience and our consciousness and then emanating that out into this field where other consciousnesses can take that in and then reflect on that in relationship to their life and their personal experience and how it's this web of awareness that all of us are projecting into and receiving in this feedback loop and of course some of us are you know emanating out more while others are receiving more and I was just seeing this web of the internet as you know an extra layer to what already exists naturally in the universe but a, a, a layer that we as human beings have created and it's really wild you know we take it for granted most of the time but to think that we can project our experience you know in real time with sound and video all across the globe so that every single person that wishes to can take in our experience in a very immersive way you know you're both receiving the audio signal of what was going on in that place at that time but you're also peeking through this window you know this portal window that is the video you know when we really think about that like a live stream video is so wild this is a portal of light that you're creating through this device which allows people all over the globe to tune into whatever is present in that moment where you're sending the signal out from and to think you know how we convert this experience of you know light and sound which is just different wavelengths of vibration how we've created a device that can interpret those vibrations uh, translated into digital signal of you know uh, zeros and ones and then take that code and take that binary code and then translate it back into an experience of frequency through the sound and light that the device then uh, sends out or you know that the device is giving the person that's looking at it or listening to it is really wild you know (laughs) a friend of mine once said that you know no matter how high the price of the iphone or of the smartphone that you're buying wait a second my dog is out there yeah no matter how high the price of the smartphone that you're buying it's still underpriced (laughs) because when you think about it you know imagine this is a device that none of us even can begin to comprehend or understand how anyone could make or how it actually works you know the chips and the screen and all of the you know uh, all of the stuff that's going on inside of this phone you know the camera none of us understand that and then it allows us you know to be an instant communication to all people on the planet it allows us to tune into 
all of the knowledge of humanity pretty much since the beginning of civilization you know every book every video every podcast every poem every song imagine that you know you can play any song that anyone has ever recorded pretty much on demand through this device and you can play videos from youtube you know all of this stuff when you really start to tune into how fascinating and how amazing the possibilities of you know phones and computers are you really begin to appreciate the depth of wisdom or the depth of knowledge from the people that are creating these things but you know it's a double-edged double-edged sword because it also comes with a lot of downsides you know it's very addictive it it gets you hooked and sucked in and it takes you away from you, your immediate reality a lot of the time in your own personal life. And then maybe can have more of a negative effect than a positive one if not used wisely. You know, it's like the good old saying, with great power comes great responsibility. And yeah, there's a lot of responsibility that comes with using these tools. You know, they can be used in beautiful and incredible ways but they can also be very destructive so it's up to each and every one of us to be very conscious when it comes to our use of these devices and see how we can utilize them for the best and use them as vehicles of you know bringing more happiness and bringing more joy fulfillment and love into our lives because all of these things are great you know having access to all of this information and all of that but if it's not bringing you more joy is it really worth it you know that's the real question and yeah i think the truth is that a lot of the time it's not you know sometimes it's better not to have all of the information in the world available at your fingertips if your wish is to have a joyful life and I think that's what all of us truly want. You know, that's the real reason any of us would ever do anything is because we think it's going to bring us more happiness and joy. That's what it's all about. That's the driving. Uh, that's the driving. What shall I say? That's what's driving us forward with all things that we do, no matter if it seems like we're trying to do it for other reasons. You know, we're trying to make money we're trying to get healthy we're trying to find a romantic partner you know all of these things are great but the thing behind all of them is the fact that we want to be happy and we want to experience love so a lot of the time it's about seeing where we can cut out the middleman you know and take the shorter route without all of this trouble you know seeing that joy and love are already available to us in this moment here and now you know we don't need these things outside of ourselves to bring that joy and to bring that love because if we're looking outside of ourselves like that it becomes a, a loop that always keeps on feeding back into itself and uh, perpetuating itself reinforcing itself so that we when we get that thing like more money or you know uh, uh, attractive partner or something 
we might feel fulfilled for a moment, but then we start looking for the next thing. Okay, now now this is the baseline. I need something more. And we see that, you know, with Western society where people are living so comfortably, you know, all of us are taken care of with food and housing and a play, you know, a bed to sleep in. But yet, you know, people are lonely. People are depressed. People are dealing with severe anxiety. You know, I remember when I was in junior college just now a couple of years ago, so many people in there were on medication for anxiety and depression. That is wild, you know. And yeah, it's, it's definitely a wild situation we are in. It's a very interesting uh, point in the evolution of our species and it's funny as well thinking about time in this context because I know conceptually that there are so many things that have gone on and that the world has been so different in the past. But for me, I've been here only for these 22 years and I can only really relate to my personal experience of what I see and what is present in my experience. And... Yeah, you know, I think pointing the gaze forwards is a good model. I mean, yeah, I, I sometimes try to find the balance between pointing the gaze forward, you know, looking into the future and how can we create a sustainable future for, you know, our kids and the people that are going to be walking this planet after us and even for ourselves, you know. Uh, but then also remembering to stay in the present moment I'm not always sure, you know, if you're fully in the present moment and you're trying to experience as much love and joy here and now as you can, can you also be thinking about the future? This is something I was thinking about, I think, around Christmas with my friend Tumi. I had this idea like of a being that is so present and so joyful that they're always just seeing how they can experience as much love here and now as possible and if you're doing that probably you'll only be sitting in a meditation or something all the time but then I was thinking you know let's say if that being for their evolution for example needs to move to another country or something but if you're only ever thinking about the present moment it would never be in highest alignment for example, to be on the computer booking a ticket for a flight. And so I was thinking, you know, can you hold that space of infinite love and joy while still taking steps to fulfill your karma and move through time in your experience, you know, with planning ahead and looking into the future while being completely present in each and every moment? I want to believe that you can, you know, that you can hold that space and maybe exist on multiple planes simultaneously, you know, where part of you is within the space-time experience and is, you know, taking into consideration past events and looking out into the future, planning ahead, preparing uh, to create a good experience moving forward. But simultaneously existing on a plane beyond time and space where you're just immersed in love and bliss and joy and holding those two realities at the same time 
that's an art form that Ramdas talked about a lot, you know, existing in more than one plane simultaneously. And there is infinite planes, you know, so we have to choose wisely which one we want to exist on. And yeah, that's up to each and every one of us, you know, where we want to spend our time and what state of consciousness and space of awareness we want to exist within. But yeah, like I said, many things going on, many lessons, but it's all the same lesson in the end. And that lesson is to hold the space of love, share love with others, receive love for yourself, radiate out love to the world. It's all about love in the end. You know, it's a cliche. It's a classic. People have said it since the dawn of time, but it's all love. (laughs) It's all about love. And the Beatles said it, you know, all you need is love. Love, 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 love. So coming back to how we can feel as much love as possible within our hearts, how we can share that love with the people around us, hold that space of love for the people we encounter on the path, share kindness and compassion with each other, be grateful, show gratitude for life, all of its blessing, all the abundance that's always available to us. So many beautiful blessings always coming through. So thank you life, thank you universe, thank you nature. Thank you to all the great teachers that have walked the planet. Thank you to my parents. Thank you to the food that I can eat. Thank you to the planet, thank you to the sky. Thank you fire, thank you water, thank you air. Thank you earth. Gratitude sending out that gratitude hope that you can find gratitude in your heart i pray that you find love within your heart and yeah remember to thank yourself thank myself for showing up for myself i thank myself for always being on it for continuing on the path for being honest for continuing to pursue my higher purpose continuing to spread that love spread inspiration share joy share creativity and share life with all of you so thank me thank you blessings <laughs>